and welcome back to the UEA Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Rich and I'm one of the wellbeing trainers here at UEA. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, then welcome. Each episode, we like to have discussions with different members of the UEA community, focusing on different themes each month, as well as bonus episodes like this one too. In this episode, we're talking to Gareth, one of the team members at Togetherall. So Gareth, first of all, Thank you so much for joining us. Do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, so I work for Together All and I work with universities and colleges um, across the UK and I help support them in the implementation and running of the service. So uh, the reason I'm here today is to uh, help bring the service a little bit to life and uh, make sure that anybody who listens to the podcast is fully aware that this is a service that is available to them and something they can start using straight away. Brilliant. Yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on and I can't wait to hear more about it. And like you said, hopefully it's going to be useful for anyone listening. So like like we said, we're going to be talking about Togetherall. Togetherall is an award-winning digital mental health service offering UEA students 24-7 support with trained clinicians online at all times with a range of helpful tools and resources. Togetherall provides UEA students with an anonymous and supportive online community that's available 24-7. Through Togetherall, you can connect with others that have real lived experience or access free self-guided courses, self-assessments or other wellbeing resources that promote self-care and resilience, things that we talk about all the time. Um, so today we're going to be finding out a little bit more about Togetherall from Gareth and how any of our students can access this new support option. Before we kind of get into it, Gareth, we always like to kick off with something called It's the Little Things. So we like to look at those small wins and the things that often add up to make a big difference. So I guess, first of all, what is your little win for the week? Yeah, so um, I have a daughter that is going to be four months old uh, later this week. Um, and uh, one thing I found quite challenging about parenting is actually changing uh, my baby's clothes. I'm, I'm dyspraxic and dyslexic, so I find the coordination of that type of thing quite challenging and it's something that my partner has helped me quite a lot with but I've I felt over the last week or two in particular that I've suddenly had a real breakthrough because it was the one thing that I felt was letting me down in my parenting so um, I'm just really pleased that, uh, that I've been able to sort of get that achieved and um, yeah coming up to a four-month milestone um, tomorrow that's um, that's a real um, just something that's giving a lot of happiness in my life at the moment so anything that constitutes being a good dad at the moment is giving me a real sense of achievement amazing amazing that sounds like a really big win to me and, and congratulations i hope uh you know i hope you're getting enough sleep i doubt it but um, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, i hope you're enjoying right. new dad life yeah we're, we're doing all right it's um yeah she's she's actually really good to be fair so i've heard some horror stories but uh yeah in comparison she's doing great thank amazing, you amazing amazing okay so you know like you said we want to hear more about together we want to find out a little bit more um about it so I know I've given a kind of very brief introduction, but first of all, do you want to talk a little bit about what what is Togetherall and, and how might one of our students use this platform? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's a safe space, essentially. Um, it's a platform that any one of your users could log into and explore resources, courses and a community that engage and discuss in things to do with mental health and well-being. So this could be... Um, covering things from anxiety to depression to worry to stress 
um, anything in between that might be remotely similar to that. It's a service that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which you've already highlighted. Uh, the real advantage of this is it's designed to support the wider experience. So if you're struggling at two in the morning on a Saturday, there might not be many places you can turn to. You might not be in a position to, you know, nip out somewhere or see a friend or uh, call somebody up. Um, but the Togetherall platform is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week and available there for you to access those resources. Um, it also is anonymous. So when you set up an account, you don't give a username, you don't share your location, um, you don't put pictures of yourself up. So it means that you can be anonymous and post freely, express yourself freely and it means that you don't have to worry about thinking that you might be labeled if you disclose something maybe if you talk about something that's very personal and you would rather not feel that people are you know labeling you or stigmatizing you the idea is that we remove all the stigma judgment that's associated with discussing mental health and also it's particularly useful as well if you're maybe wanting to talk about something or find out about something, but you're not necessarily confident enough to come forward and speak to somebody that you don't know in a face to face capacity. It's a fantastic uh, area where you can discuss something that's on your mind and discuss it with people who've maybe had a shared experience some people who understand very acutely what you might be feeling at that particular moment. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And I think, you know, I think from our point of view, kind of in student services, I think some of the real value in that is exactly some of those things you've, you've talked about in terms of being able to access it at any time, being able to access it anonymously. And I think it really helps, or, you know, we certainly hope that it's going to help to remove some of those barriers maybe for for some students that are looking out to reach, to, to, oh, sorry, looking to reach out for a little bit of support. Because I think, you know, like you said, if it's two o'clock on a Saturday morning, you know, you can fill in an online referral form, you can get in touch with us, but you might have to wait until Monday morning to speak to someone or or like you say you might not have a, a a friend or someone at the end of the phone so I think you know like you said there's there's some real uh value there I guess in terms of um that that support at, at any time brilliant um can you tell us a little bit more about some of the different ways that um that, that a student could engage with the platform yeah ab absolutely so so first of all all you need to do is set up an account using your um, university email domain and um, you can log on and set up an account there and then so that registration process is really simple once you're on you can do a range of things so we do have um, a, an online community where people can discuss um, whatever they wish to talk about so it could be things such as the cost of living it could be things such as the environment it could be things such as stress and worry about exams um, anything remotely similar to any of those areas could be discussed you can either drive a conversation by posting and sharing your thoughts and observations either through um, text-based messaging or you can use our creative wall art if you want to draw something maybe express yourself through art if you don't want to say what's on your mind you could potentially uh, elect to comment or support others maybe you're in a really good place at the moment and actually you want to help someone who has um, an experience that may be familiar to you from a previous time. Um, some people who come onto our platform don't wish to um, discuss anything. They simply want to access our courses. We have a range of courses covering um, depression, anxiety, OCD, worry, bereavement, 
um, balancing thinking. And we've also got a range of resources as well. If you want to find out a little bit more about something, maybe you've had some thoughts recently, maybe you're sort of thinking that you might be suffering from OCD, for example, and you're not really sure what that means. You're not quite sure if that's correct or not. There are resources um, and courses available that can help you understand a little bit better um, what's going on and allow you to maybe do a self-assessment perhaps, maybe sort of take a reading of where you're currently at and then just start that inquisitive process of finding out a little bit more. Um, you can do any of the above as much or as little as you want um, and you can spend as long as the on the platform as you wish and you can spend a short time if you wish. Nice, I really like that kind of flexibility as well and I guess you know like you say you can engage with it in the way that's best for you and I guess that can change as well at different times so if there's times where you think mm, I'm just you know quite happy to just maybe read a few things check out some of the courses or if there's other times where you think actually I, you know, I need to be a bit more active in some of these conversations whether that's giving or receiving support you know I think that's really nice to have that that kind of flexibility um I want to ask you maybe a little bit about uh, think about to your to your own experiences as a student yeah. and I guess for you Gareth when when you were at university um, how might have having access to this kind of support that Together offers how might that have affected or maybe changed your experience? Yeah absolutely I mean I, I've, I've talked quite openly um, about this one of my motivations for joining an organisation like Together was that I did struggle at university with my mental health. Um, I uh, had a very happy childhood was very very comfortable um in my home base and had a great time at sixth form and then when i went to university i felt incredibly homesick um i had really bad anxiety um i had um, ocd and i found that i was really struggling particularly in this, in my first year of, of uni the second third year had its challenges at times but i i sort of um through some support and actually through some counseling um through the NHS, I was able to get some support. However, um, I personally feel that um, if something like this had been made um, available to me, I would have absolutely benefited from having the ability to do some self-exploration and try and find out about some of the thoughts I was having and some of the confusion that was going on, uh, trying to sort of understand a little bit more um, why I was feeling different to how I used to feel, why everyone else seemed to be really happy and having a good time and I didn't quite feel the same way at times. Um, that would have been really, really helpful. And also, although instinctively and naturally I'm quite an extroverted and outgoing person and I feel very comfortable speaking to people at that particular time I wasn't feeling very confident at all I wasn't feeling very good at expressing myself and I was actually feeling really bad about myself to the point where I didn't particularly want to talk about how I felt and it took quite a lot of courage to actually put my hand up and say I need help and I need some support um, it's something that as, as, as a male, men are traditionally not great at putting their hand up and saying that they need some support. And I think I was a textbook case of that. I think having the ability to, in the first instance, join an anonymous platform where I wouldn't have worried about expressing myself because I knew that I wouldn't have been labelled would have personally really helped me. And it would have probably made the second step of coming forward and putting my hand up and having some counselling easier because I'd already started that process actually it may it would have made the situation a lot easier i think because um i do personally feel that both go hand in hand i don't think it's an either or option i think the best way to get a solid experience out of the university is to 
seek support, seek face-to-face -face support where it's available, but also use resources and courses that are available in something like Togetherall, which is clinically moderated, we can provide knowing that there's confidence behind it to say that actually you're going to get the right level of support. And I think having known that as a student would have uh, made a massive difference to me and made certainly made my first year a lot easier. Uh, amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that, Gareth. And, I, you know, I really resonate with that idea of um, not reaching out for support. And I think back, you know, similarly to, to my experience at university, and I think, you know, in those times when when I was struggling and, and, and you know, not feeling at my best, I don't think it, I, I'm not sure it would have ever got to a point where I was like, okay, I think I should reach out for some formal support now. I was very much the kind of person that would just be like, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to deal with it by myself. And uh, we, we know how that tends to work out. Um, <laughs> um, and I think you're right. Having that other option, I guess, that's maybe a little bit easier to engage with and then potentially have some of those conversations that encourages that further support. You know, I think I agree would have really benefited me as well, I think. And, and I really like that point you made about how it's not a, an either or. I think you know we talk about it with, with all the support options that are available to our students that it's not just about well sometimes it is about picking what suits you best and going okay well, this is the type of support that i like or this is what i need at the moment but also it's about how they can complement each other and how they can work together or how you can use them at, at different times so yeah thank you so much for highlighting that i think i think the other thing that um is really important to stress is that um on the community because you're speaking to people who've got shared experiences, it does provide that normalisation. And it does also give you the opportunity to look at things from a slightly different perspective. I mean, for example, some of the things that I ultimately introduced that helped me were things like introducing a walk, introducing um, a little playlist into my um, routine. We find on the platform that we get people providing support and advice, suggestions, things that they've done that have worked for them, relaxation techniques, for example. And actually, you can pick up some real nuggets of information from people who really understand what you're going through. So that, like you're saying, when you then say to yourself, right, OK, I think I'd like to put my hand up and come forward. You've already started the process of thinking about it. You've started the process of understanding yourself. And actually, you might well find that you have a, a far um, better experience within student services. And then you can use the service in between. So if you use student services and then like I was saying at the weekends and in the evenings, you want a little bit of extra support, you want to revisit some of the ideas that you've been exploring. They really go hand in hand. So I would absolutely encourage anybody out there who isn't sure in the first instance, just have a look. Just see what you think. Absolutely. I think that's really good advice, isn't it? And, you know, check it out, see what you think. And, you know, you might think, oh, I'm not sure this is for me at the moment, or I don't know if I need this bit of it or this bit of it. But that's fine. But I think do think familiarising yourself with it, um, especially when it's when it's kind of new and you don't necessarily know what it looks like or how to use it, I think is really, really important. Um, yeah, brilliant. Um, I really like that idea as well about, you know, that environment where, students can support each other. I think we'd see that sometimes in some of our workshops, actually, when you think, you know, you have a couple of people with maybe um, some some similar experiences or, or experiencing some of the same things. And they might go, oh, actually, you know, this has been really helpful for me at the moment. Oh, I've, oh, I'm trying this. Or, you know, have you thought about doing this? And actually, I think that is even more valuable than, than, than me saying, oh, I think you should do this. Do you know what I mean? And 
And I think it's so nice to see that. So I think, again, having that increased opportunity to do that is is really fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I, I want to ask you a little bit more about the courses that are available through the platform. Yeah. It's something that looked really, really interesting to me. Um, you know, there's looks like there's lots of um, really helpful self-help courses um, that are available through the platform. Um, do you have maybe a, a favourite one or is there one that you would recommend to students or maybe one that again if you could go back in time to when you were a student what's the one that you'd be like oh that's that's the one that, that I'd be doing yes so so I'd have two recommendations at, at this particular time I think in the first instance the course improve your sleep I think is probably the best starting point for anybody coming on the platform because it's a well-being module it's very broad so if for example you're somebody who doesn't feel that they're struggling with anything at the moment you don't feel you have any challenges you know you feel you're in a really good place wonderful I think everybody notices when they don't have a good night's sleep I mean obviously as the father of a four-month-year-old baby I, I certainly notice when I have a a bad night's sleep at at the moment so I would really recommend having a look at that course because it's very broad and there are so many useful suggestions the courses look at some of the science behind uh, what's going on in any given thing so you know why someone might struggle to sleep insomnia understanding that but it also looks at things like creating the right sort of environment for yourself so I, when I first did the module, I felt that potentially on reflection, I was consuming a little bit too much caffeine at, at, uh, later on the afternoon. Um, I was watching, you know, intense dramas on Netflix late at night. And I was essentially, I was providing a little too much stimulation for myself. And therefore I was struggling to unwind when I went to bed. You know, following some of the advice, following some of the suggestions, I was able to make a few subtle changes to my nighttime routine. And I found that it had a positive impact on me. And I think it's a real cornerstone to a lot of other uh, challenges uh, that people come up against in life. A good night's sleep can make a fundamental difference to how any of those other challenges uh, present. Um, but maybe being a little bit more specific, um, um, I think at this particular time, given the fact that a lot of your uh, listeners will likely um, be doing exams across January, um, will likely maybe be doing assessments or have deadlines coming up, um, I would really look at the what I call the managing courses that are on here so we've got things like managing stress managing worry stop procrastinating these are all courses that will help i think with the sleep module as well because i know that if people are stressed and worried they, they might not have a great night's sleep i think they're really really good to help with things like relaxation techniques with organization with routine so that you know you can take that sort of step back and uh, think about how that's impacting your well-being and i think if you put that all together hopefully that will a make you feel better about what's going on at the moment and also help you in the preparation for your exams and help you sort of do as well as you, you know you want to do so those would be my two recommendations um and i think pretty much everybody listening to that would would find something within what i've just described that would that would be useful um and if not you know have a little look and there might be something else that's actually really relevant that i haven't listed uh, at this particular time Oh, brilliant. I think those are two really, really um, excellent recommendations. And do you know what? I think sleep concerns and people and students kind of worried about their sleep is, is one of the most common questions we get asked, actually. It's like, you know, oh, have you got any resources on something I can do to 
to you know i think lots of us especially when we start university we really struggle with kind of finding that routine or, or, or getting used to sleeping properly and, and you're right it has a, such a big impact doesn't it so um i think that's one that will definitely be pointing people in in the direction of and and like you say you know I think everyone's kind of moods a little bit lower at this time of year anyway with yeah. the weather and the cold and, and and everything else and then I think when you throw an assessment period on top of that there's certainly a lot of stress going on at the moment we're, we're starting our uh, address your stress um, event again next over the next couple of weeks so um, we'll definitely be pointing some people in the direction of some of those courses those managing courses sound really useful. Perfect and, and also just to sort of um, tag on to that the community aspect as well there'll be people who've uh, been through exams maybe say you're a first year student there might be a third year student on there who's uh, you know been through it before and has got some really good recommendations it might be for example things like homesickness and isolation uh, are on, on your mind at the moment maybe you've had a really good Christmas and it feels you know a little bit sobering to for want of a better phrase at this time of year you know it could be anything in between, but um, the the groups and the courses um, are really helpful for that as well. Um, there's a group called uh, Student Life, which is really, really good. And it's it's conversations that are specifically focusing on things that be relevant to students. So you might find if you've done a course or two that that group might help support as well just for the day to day. Yeah, nice. I think, you know, I like that idea as well of like learning from students who are maybe, uh, you know, a year or two, you know, have, have gone through that or had similar experiences and been like, like, it's OK, it gets better because I don't know about you. I think you get to third year and, and you come towards the end of uni and you're like, oh, OK, I think I've I've just about got everything together now. And uh, you kind of wish that that had been the case maybe two years earlier. Yeah, but, abs you know. absolutely. You do get into a routine about it. And I'm always mindful of the fact that over the last year or two, um, because of the pandemic and stuff like that, there might be some people who, um, you know, have had less preparation for exams than in other years maybe done less mocks than say a couple of years ago when I was at university and you know I appreciate that um, first into the moment it could be a particularly stressful time so hopefully you know we can help you with that experience. Yeah brilliant thank you Gareth uh, and the last question I want to ask you here is um, you know clearly there's there's lots of amazing resources that and together all can offer it sounds like there's loads of really good things that that, that any of us can kind of dip in and out of and, and check out sometimes i think and we find this sometimes when we talk about all the support that's available it can almost be a little bit overwhelming sometimes yeah. think, especially when you're uh maybe starting to struggle when you get hit with all these options or all these things it could be like oh, oh i don't know where to start and you almost get that it's too many things to choose from so if you know if i was like right i where do i start what would be the one thing that you'd recommend for me to say this is this is your starting point or this is what i think you should check out first yeah um i'd, I'd recommend doing two things I'd, I'd probably say if you're going to pick a course the, the improve the sleep is probably the, the best starting point i would um also say that you do have some filter control when you come onto the platform. So there's a button on the homepage which allow you to filter content um, based on themes. So if, for example, you know very clearly what support you'd like, you can filter down and just drill into something like OCD, for example, or anxiety. Um, there's also a search bar where you can keyword search to find specific content on a particular thing. So if you've got a very clear idea of where you want to go and what you're looking for support on. That would be my recommendation for people who are in that category. If, for example, you feel really lost and you feel 
really confused and you know you may be a little overwhelmed with thoughts at the moment i would say start off by having a look at the improve the sleep course because that will probably give you a really good foundation and then build out from there have a general look but don't put pressure on yourself when you have a look you know just allow the time to, to explore what's available and you know you might only get a bit achieved in your first session you might be a bit pressed for time come back to it give it a, you know if you feel that there's something in it for you give it a second chance give it a third chance and you might find as time goes on and you explore the content you actually find what you're looking for nice that's some really nice advice as well i like that you know not putting pressure on yourself to think okay well i've I've looked at this now, so why don't I feel better or, you know, whatever it might be. But no, some really, really nice advice there. And I think the thing I kind of really hope that this is going to help a lot of students with is I think, again, when when we are struggling and when we are feeling low, it can be quite a lonely place, can't it? And we can feel like yeah. I'm the only person that feels like that. But we know the reality is that actually those feelings and those experiences are much much more common than than we realize and and hopefully starting those conversations is a really fantastic way to to help make accessing any kind of support much easier yeah yeah absolutely you know anything that you might be going through you're not alone on it we do provide normalization i mean for example often people talk about anxiety i can i can say having a few more years under my belt and i wish i could have said this to the 20 year old me everybody suffers from anxiety at some point it might come across in different ways at different times but if you're suffering from something like anxiety or low mood i can guarantee you that the majority of people out there actually feel that you're not alone you might feel that you're alone you might feel that people don't understand what you're feeling but i can assure you that when you come onto the platform and start to have a look at what's going on you will meet like-minded people and actually by discussing it you will actually uplift yourself because you'll realize that there are others out there who have shared experience and through that normalization you can start to think about how you might be able to progress with that you know and how we can maybe look to address ways of reducing the stress reducing the anxiety giving you the opportunity to you know really embrace the day and sort of you know learn to manage and, and cope with um, emotions and feelings Perfect. Couldn't have put it better myself. Um, Gareth, thank you so much for, for taking the time to kind of explain that. I, I think that's going to be really useful for actually for anyone listening. Um, and I think some of the advisors, are, uh, you know, some of the people in the wellbeing team as well to, to listen to that. And, you know, they're obviously going to be recommending this to, to lots of the students that they work with. So hopefully listening to this conversation is going to be really, really useful. So, so thanks so much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Before we let you go, though, we always like to finish with something that we call well-being gone wrong. So the final question that we like to ask our guests is for them to share a time when their well-being has gone wrong. And this is when maybe you've tried to do something positive for yourself uh, to help look after yourself, but it hasn't quite worked out the way that you hoped. So, um, Gav, have you had a time when your well-being's yeah. gone wrong? So I'm a massive foodie and I really like cooking food and I really like cooking food for other people. Um, and when I met my partner, I was very keen on cooking meals uh, to impress. Um, and also, um, I think there's something quite loving in preparing a meal for somebody and watching them enjoy. I think it's one of the most uh, simple things that can be done and one of the, the kindest ways to express yourself. So I was very very early on in our relationship and I was really trying to make a good impression and I realized that I was short of a couple of ingredients that I was wanting to use so I substituted um 
fresh coriander for coriander powder when I was making this dish and um, I bought way too much chilli in this dish as well. So I then sort of presented this meal um, hoping that my um, at the time girlfriend, now my, my partner and the mother of my daughter, um, would uh, appreciate this meal and actually I made her feel really rough on the back of it because the food was unpalatable and um, she was pretty much on the floor in agony with the chili and um you know it was um you know I, I'm I'm actually amazed that she let me cook for her again and it you know it could have really derailed the relationship at an early start so um for me that was definitely well being gone wrong because it certainly had a big impact on my confidence in cooking but but also um you know in terms of you know sometimes trying to do the right thing and trying to do something kind doesn't always work and uh yeah I, I felt a bit bad after that, but thankfully, um, <laughs> my takeaway from that was to revise, you know, really sort of ask myself about substitute ingredients. And then I just cooked something a little bit more simple next time. And then I built back up to something a bit more ambitious further down the road. Nice, nice. No, keep it, keep it simple sometimes. Yeah. Um, as, as someone that hates coriander, I think it tastes like soap. Um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have, <laughs> definitely wouldn't yeah, have appreciated it, it that. Definitely. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the, the dish was um, a, a gingerbread uh, battered cod with um, homemade chips and mushy peas that had fresh chilli and coriander, fresh coriander on it. It was a Gordon Ramsay uh, dish. Um, so that's where I substituted the, fre- the uh, coriander and it was atrocious. Absolutely <laughs> atrocious. Um, done properly, I'm sure it'd be delicious, but I've not attempted that dish since. <laughs> no, no, maybe, maybe leave that one to, to Gordon. 10 out of 10 yeah. for effort though, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think once um, once her sort of digestion and pain had subsided, she actually um, could see the funny in it. But at the time, it didn't feel particularly funny. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that with us, Gareth. No worries. OK, so that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening and thank you, Gareth, for joining us. You can follow the link in the description for more information about Together All, as well as how you can sign up to use the platform. You can also find out more about student services by following us on social media. We're posting most days on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook with wellbeing tips, links to support available and more information about events going on around UEA. Finally, and most importantly, please remember that you do not need to manage alone and that student services and Together All are here to support you and to help you get the most out of your university experience. So please reach out if you need support. Thanks so much, Gareth, and thank you for listening. Uh, And we will look forward to seeing you on our next episode, which is all about goal setting.